0: What is the most deadly poison? Is it arsenic, is it cyanide, is it mercury, is it lead? I'd say the most deadly poison, the most deadly toxin is resentment. And the paradox, it's a poison that we give to ourselves. I know entirely too many very sad cases people who lost everything, job and home and family and sanity, please God not their soul, because they would allow themselves to do nothing but sit in a chair and relive their grievances, real and imagined, over and over and over again, for decades, bitter, that the universe did not afford them their own dramatic Nuremberg trials, just sat in a corner and for decades sucked on that resentment, became an addiction, and they could not get enough. That having been said, I want to be careful because there are some people who are rather glib when they talk about the wonders of exercising forgiveness. These are usually individuals and institutions on the verge of getting sued. They run to the microphone right away to wax eloquent about forgiveness. Don't be fooled. It is certainly true that there is a peace, a healing, and a freedom that comes from exercising forgiveness. Sadly, it's also true that if you force someone into the direction of forgiveness before they're ready, before they have the healing that they need, that that actually does a kind of damage. And I found very often people fall into sin because they don't know what to do with their pain. And rather than go to Christ crucified, they listen to the devil who says, have I got a deal for you. Look, all of us are older than three years old. We've all been done wrong. We've all been hurt. There are people, places, things, situations that if we think about them for more than 30 seconds, we feel our teeth start to grind and our knuckles get white. And the devil says, let me help you with that. I can stir that up. Don't do it. Don't fall into that trap. That's a really super fast shortcut to very terrible sin. So what do we do? We know we need to exercise forgiveness because we've been hurt, because we've been wrong. And we know that sometimes the wounds that we have impede us from exercising the forgiveness that we actually want to forgive. So we've got to turn to our Lord. We've got to turn to Christ crucified and sing the blues with Christ crucified and his sorrowful mother get a good cry, cough up all those hairballs, let them dry your tears, and say, all right, now how do we move forward? And it's not as if it's a single act of the will. I'm going to forgive everyone in three, two, one, and I'm done. Well, no, that doesn't work that way because there's somebody else involved. When we forgive, there's the person who needs to be forgiven. Well, if a person admits that it needs to be forgiven, the person says, yeah, I did you wrong. I am so sorry. Here's my best effort at making amends. Here's the proof that it'll never happen again. Well, that's ideal. And that kind of forgiveness is reconciliation. That's great. That's the gold standard. And as we know, the ideal we might call rare. There might be someone who isn't quite there. Well, yeah, I did you wrong, but remember that time when you or have a lot of friends taking care of older parents and their parents have become more or less elderly children and they just aren't capable of having that discussion of that horrible thing they did when you were 15. They can't get there from here or they can't own what they did wrong. But you want to maintain the relationship anyway, so you exercise forbearance. And say, so for the sake of the relationship, I will accept imperfect apologies. Some people won't own it. I never did that. Or the person that you want to make right with is dead or is gone. Well, what happens then? Well, then we can exercise release. Friends, the best thing I ever learned was I commend everyone and everything to God's mercy, and then I just get on with it. I step back, not my circus, not my monkeys, And because i know this gospel passage i know with absolute certainty that this sinner right here has offended the infinite god infinitely i have incurred a debt to god that i cannot possibly repay and yet i must and so i embrace the christ of god who will set me right with god but when i'm mindful of how merciful God has been to me. I'm less inclined to get up on my moral high horse over pettier grievances. Friends, we've all been hurt. Some of you have hair that looks like mine. We've been around, they say it's not the years, it's the mileage for people our age, it's the years and the mileage, let's be candid. We've all been hurt, we've all been wounded, we've all been disappointed. Don't carry the poison of resentment. Don't administer the poison of resentment to yourself. Go to our Lord, go to our Lady, get the healing that you need, and then do what needs to be done. May God's holy name be praised now and forever.